0: Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We've got a good message for you. Uh, The goal and purpose of Social Media Ministries is to use social media to spread the word of God to as many people as possible and help them interpret and understand the scriptures in the Bible. So we're preaching from the Bible today, as every day. Uh, Hopefully you like that. Hopefully you can also share one of our sermons, one of these videos on one of your social media channels so that you can help us reach more people in that way. Uh, We thank you for that. Hopefully you also hit the like button and the subscribe button on the channel. Uh, So I got a story for you. There was once a a violinist, a really terrible, terrible violin player, who would every time they would try to play the violin, it was really awful, it was like uh, screeching and nails on the chalkboard type of a of a play and they just were not good and no matter how many times they practiced no matter how hard they tried it didn't seem like anything was happening they weren't getting that much better yes it was a little better but but not great it was just just awful and so uh one day a symphony violinist Came by a first chair, let's say, symphony violinist, and heard this awful noise, and went in and, and tried to find out what it was, and saw this poor person trying and trying and trying to play the violin. The symphony violinist said, "Excuse me. If you want, I can can take control of your body. I can I can come there and come in and and I can help you and play." And and the person said, "Okay. Uh, thank you. Yep. What do I have to lose?" So. The person started playing, and this symphony violinist came and took over, and all of a sudden this beautiful music was coming out of this violin, and as it's going, the, the, the horrible violin person said, okay, thank you, you can release me now, and the symphony violinist said, okay, and, and let go, and instantly, the screechy, horrible noises came back, and the uh, the, the, the person said, wait, come back, come back, come back. So the symphony violinist took control once again, and there was beautiful music. What's the point? The point is you are that terrible musician. You, me, everyone else in the world, we are all horrible, horrible musicians. And God is that symphony violinist who wants to take control of our lives. And if we let him... We can do beautiful and wonderful things. And the second we say, all right, God, I got this, disaster happens, and we're, we're screaming out, trying to get back with God. And it's a lot of times, it's only when disaster happens that people even look to God. And so the point is that you need God to take control of your life. We all need God to take control of our lives. And that's the, the point of this message. The whole topic is going to be on allowing God take control. So there are a few things that we need to do that we need to recognize in our minds and in our hearts to allow God to take control. Uh, The first thing is that we need to recognize we are imperfect. We are not good. We are terrible. We are the bad musician. So you could write that down if you want. You are the bad musician. And you need God to come in and take control. And Uh, What what does that mean? Well, the second that you became a Christian, uh, you became alive in Christ. You are a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. That comes from a Bible verse. It's in 2 Corinthians 5.17. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says... We're in 1 Corinthians. Let's get to 2 Corinthians. If you have your Bible, you've had plenty of time to turn with me to 2 Corinthians 5.17. If not, all of the references will be in the description below. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. What does that mean? Well, it means that the second you become a Christian, you ask Jesus to come into your life to be your Lord and Savior. Uh, That's the first step. You need to recognize that he died for your sins and that you need him to come and be the Lord of your life so that you can get into heaven. A lot of people do that. And then they still don't give God complete control of their lives. So they may be a Christian, but they're a Christian who's kind of flip-flopping back and forth. Like, God, you take control of this. It's too hard for me. Oh, God, I got this. I can do this part. And that's not good. We need to have God control every single aspect of our lives. We need to have uh, so great of communication and, and, and clarity with the Holy Spirit that literally everything we do is directed by God through the Holy Spirit. And uh, that is a goal that few people achieve, but that we should all continue to strive for. So the second you became a Christian, you became a new creation. Your old self is dead. We were children of the devil. We're born as children of the devil. We're, we're in a horrible world. Uh, it's a great world to live. Don't get me wrong. But our kingdom is a heavenly realm. It's a heavenly kingdom. We are not of this world. This world is fallen. It's sinful. And we were born here. The devil has control and rules this world. God, only uh, he controls everything and only allows the devil to do what he wants him to do or what he allows him to do. So even though the devil controls this earth, God still has control over the devil and over this earth. However, he allows the devil to have the illusion of control because mankind gave up their rights when when the devil tricked them in the Garden of Eden. Uh, When he tricked Eve and then Eve uh, gave it to her husband who was with her right there and he got tricked as well, they gave up their right to rule the earth. And so humans no longer rule the earth. Simple as that. It's a spiritual realm. And so we need to recognize that. And when you became a Christian, you gave up that uh, devilish creation side of you. You are no longer a child of the devil. You are now a child of Christ, and you are a new creation. So you need to stop resisting that old creation. It's going to keep trying to come in. Why? Why? If we're a new creation, why does the old keep coming? It's because this is where we live. We live in the old creation world. We're, we're not in heaven yet, not until we die. When you die, then you get released from this cell of a body. We're, we're in a prison with no door, and we can't get out until we die. And so we need to resist all of the influences of this world, of the old self that we used to be. And uh, when we let that old self die, we will uh, be able to truly release control, and allow God to take over, and then be that beautiful symphony uh, violinist that creates that beautiful music. There's a book that, if you haven't read it, you should definitely read. It's called The Great Divorce, and it's by C.S. Lewis. There's a a point in there. Synopsis is the book is about these spirits who are uh, on their way to the next life, to heaven and and they're seeing all of these different things. And in, in one instance, there's a spirit or a ghost, whatever you choose to call it, who he has this lizard. It's a, a lizard on his shoulder, a little pet. And the lizard t- speaks to him or talks to him. And whether it's a lizard or a, a reptile or a dragon, whatever. It's a, a little thing on his shoulder that speaks to him and says, oh, let's do this or let's do this. And this, this person, it's a ghost because he's dead. This person is going and then and, and doing these things. And it's kind of like his little friend. It's been with him all his life and there is a heavenly being there and he is speaking with this ghost trying to talk to him about uh, what's next and he says that that thing on your shoulder isn't good oh but i like him well can i kill it and then the ghost comes up with another excuse no no he's my friend it's influencing you in bad ways can i kill it no nope, no nope, i like the listening to the voice can i kill it no, I, I think I need him. Can I kill it? No, I really think that uh, it's a part of me. Can I kill it? I, I don't think so. And then eventually he says, yeah, fine, okay, kill it. And the heavenly being reaches out and chokes the life out of this lizard and screeches come out and it's horrible and uh, the lizard dies. And at that point in time, a huge transformation occurs. The The ghost becomes... What he's supposed to do, the lizard turns into this great stallion and they ride off and and complete their journey. And what is the point of that? It's that we all are clinging on to this old sinful self that is speaking these negative influences in our ear that is uh, showing us things to do that aren't right and we need to kill it. That is it. We need to kill it and let God take control so that we can truly become the right person, the the person that God wants us to be. So you can resist God and your life is going to be difficult. It will. There's no doubt. You will will struggle. You will have a lot of difficulties in life. His will is still going to persist or prevail. God's will will be done. If you accept God and allow him to work through your life, then things are going to go a lot better. It's not going to be perfect. You're, as a person who's living for Christ, the world is going to hate you. You'll be full of light in a world of darkness. And so, yes, certain people will like you and your world. It's not going to be horrible. But it's not going to be perfect, easy all of the time. But it will be better than it was before. Let's go to Romans 8. 38, and check that out, Romans 8, 38, says, 38, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ our Lord. So no matter what, you can resist God. You can keep resisting Him, but He will still pursue you. Nothing can separate you from His love, and that is a great, great feeling. Why is it so great? Well, it is because you can try hard. God is still going to come after you. He's still going to want to take control of your life. And when he does, your life goes so much better. So there are a few things that you need to recognize. One is that you are imperfect and you need God to take control. The second is, we need to realize that God has control. We need to trust him. God is trustworthy. He is worthy of our trust so we can allow him to lead our lives with complete trust. And that's the next thing. You need to know that you can trust God. How do we know that we can trust God? Look around. He created all of this for us. Read the Bible. God, the main thing is, this is how you know that we can trust God. He sent his son, Jesus, to die to pay for your sins. For your sins so that you could have a relationship with him and go to heaven. He sent his only son, not just his son, his only son. He only had one and he sent him to die, not out of uh, condemnation or punishment or anything, but it was an act of love and Jesus willingly died for you, went through all of that torture, that pain and died for you. That's how you know you can trust him. He went through all of that, you can trust him he's got you. So now all you need to do is let him get you. Let him take control. Luke 9:23 and 24 23 and 24 says, then he said to them all, if anyone would like to come after me, this is Jesus speaking now, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for me will save it. This is like that lizard, that person, that ghost, wanted to keep his life, keep his lizard, didn't want to, to, to kill it, and he was living in this ghostly form with this little lizard speaking to him, and it, it wasn't a good situation. However, it was the only situation that that guy knew, so he didn't know any different. Finally, when he allowed the lizard to die, He became the new creation he was supposed to be. So allow the world to die. Take up your cross. What does that mean? That means that you stop listening to the influences of the world. You become the light of the world, the salt of the earth. And then what happens is, yes, people will not like you. Some people will not like you because of how you're different. And that's taking up your cross. You're being different. You're going to share... Jesus. You're going to share the gospel. You're going to live the great commission that Christ commanded us to do, which will go and preach the gospel to all nations. The, yes, you'll still have sin inside of you or sin around you because we live in this imperfect world and we are not perfect people. We cannot be perfect. Jesus was perfect. We cannot get there. We can try really hard, but Paul said this great verse uh, that it, it is not the sin. It is the sin in me. So it's, when I do what I do not want to do, I know I should not do it. It is the sin in me that does it, not me who does it. That's kind of a paraphrase. But it's, it's right on. Because we want to live for God. We want to be righteous. We want to be holy. And then, all of a sudden, we slip up and do something wrong. And we know it was wrong. And we say, wait a minute, how did that happen? Why did I do that? And it might not be something that we even thought about doing. It might be something like someone asked us a question and we just answered with a lie. And you know, wait a minute, why did I, no, why did I lie? It didn't even matter. It wasn't like I was going to get into trouble. wasn't anything. It might be someone said, oh yeah, did you hear on the news uh, yesterday that this and this and this? Oh yeah, I heard that when really you didn't. Wait a minute, wh- Why did you? why did you say that? We just slipped up and a sin happened. It, it wasn't you that consciously did it. It was the sin still in you. Somehow, some way, you need to kill all of that sin. How do you do it? Meditate on the word day and night. You got to be reading the Bible, praying to God, uh, getting information like this, watching these sermons, going to church, fellowshipping. The more you pour yourself into the Spirit, the more the Spirit will fill you up. And that is the goal. Jesus says, uh, anyone comes near to me, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. So draw near to God. Ask him to take control of your life. And let him take control of your life. Don't be like a child who says, dad, I want your help. And then the dad starts helping and says, oh, no, no, I got it. I got it. Stop. Go all the way. Let him take control of your life and lead you exactly where you need to go and show you what you need to do. How will he show you? You've got to be praying, asking God, be silent, read the Bible, stay in his word. And he will speak to you. We've talked about this before on how you can hear God's voice, how you can uh, communicate with God. Allow him to do that, and he will lead you every single place you need to go. Allow him to take control of your life, and your life will be much, much better. Let's pray. Father Yahweh, thank you so much for this time together. Uh, Thank you for everything that you have done for us, for uh, creating us, for giving us uh, this world to live in. And thank you for sending your son Jesus here to pay for our sins, even the sins that, that we don't even know we're doing, that we don't even want to do, but they still happen. Uh, please help each and every one of us to be better, to stop sinning, to kill that that old self, to let it die, and to truly embrace our new creation through your Son, Jesus Christ, so that we can have a personal relationship with you. Thank you so much for allowing that to happen. I ask that each and every person out there uh, really um, takes advantage of That and and dives in full force and and wants to learn and study and and become more one with the Spirit and that the Spirit would fill them. And that if there are people out there who haven't made that choice to follow you, uh, Lord, I ask that you would work on their hearts, soften their hearts, and uh, keep knocking on the door. We know that you stand there and knock. I ask that those people would invite you into their lives to be their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for tuning in today, for giving us your time. I really appreciate it. Hopefully you found something useful in this message. Uh, Get out there and and stay in the Word. Read the Bible. Pray day and night as often as you can. Always be praying. Ask God to fill you with that Holy Spirit and guide your life to take complete control. God bless.